Hello and welcome to the EBRD Star Venture podcast. Today we have with us the amazing Irina from LaunchUp. Irina, can you share a little bit more about yourself and what LaunchUp does? Okay, uh, starting with myself uh, in a nutshell, I'm an Eastern European come investment banker in the West then come back and become a VC in Southeastern Europe. Uh, it's just a, a bit longer uh, on my story. I graduated from high school in Bulgaria and did my, did my finance university degree in London. Um, I happened to be graduating and looking for a job at a particularly difficult time right after the dot-com crash. Um, those were the times of massive layoffs in investment banking. Nobody was hiring, so getting a job in the city wasn't a, a walk in the park. Uh, and it was double the difficulty level for me because uh, Bulgaria was still not an EU member at the time. Um, so you had to prove that you're better and more fit than anyone in the European Union to be hired. And anyhow, I was one of the very few uh, people who got hired that year straight out of university. And I started on a quite successful career path in the investment industry uh, in the UK. Uh, but uh, a few years down the line, uh, I was struggling to keep my motivation as I realized that regardless of how much education and intellectual capacity and experience uh, you bring into your work uh, and regardless of the distortion of time and effort you put into the job the impact you have uh, uh, on your very limited fields um, is um, very short-lived and uh, very uh, limited impact at, at best and then I realized that my efforts and my time could uh, produce a lot more uh, impact back home, uh, where you could level up uh, so many things and uh, even build things that were practically non-existent at the time. Like in the case of venture capital, which was uh, really uh, not existent uh, 10 years ago in, in the region. Uh, so um, this is uh, where Launch Hub uh, Fund comes into the into the picture. Uh, I have been working with the founders of the team since the very inception, which was more than ten years ago, as already mentioned. Uh, we started uh, investing uh, from the get go regionally in the southeastern Europe in very early stage uh, investments, trying to build up the ecosystem in the in the region. And um, I am extremely happy with what we have helped build over the years. Uh, the pro progress has been uh, amazing and uh, the startup uh, ecosystem and mindset uh, is uh, something that uh, has actually been part of the culture and the economy of this region uh, ever since. Fantastic. So Sorry, Marianne. Um, may I ask what um, what are you currently investing in at Launchup? Or is there certain industries um, that you are investing in? And then also on top of that, um, 
I, I would like to ask uh, what are the um, like deal sizes that you guys are looking at when it comes to investment? Yeah. Um, firstly, let me say that uh, all three launch hub funds and going forward, I guess, uh, we're focused on technology enabled businesses uh, only. So uh, digital uh, space. Um, then in terms of geography, we are looking at startups coming out of the southeastern region as a whole uh, or built by founders from the southeastern uh, region. So they could be located in the in other like uh, hubs, US, UK, Europe, uh, but founders coming out of this uh, region. Um, in terms of stage, we're focused on early stage. Uh, so that would be as early as pre-seed. Um, our sweet spot is uh, seed and sometimes what we call the pre-series A uh, space. Uh, that usually means investment tickets in the range of 300,000 euros to about 2 million euros per ticket. That's like the initial ticket. Uh, but that it's not set in stone. It could go up and down. And just to mention here, we have a co-investment uh, vehicle, which could uh, double on our investment, uh, particularly in larger, uh, on the upper side of the, the ticket size. Uh, so we could bring in up to about 4 million uh, as an initial investment uh, if we see the particularly good business case there. Um, in terms of uh, verticals, we're particularly uh, agnostic, uh, which means that we don't have any particular industry or models that we only do. Uh, having said that, uh, over the last two years, we have made more investments in AI and future, future of work, what we call, than in any other vertical, but um, it's is just the current snapshot. It's not necessarily uh, there to stay. Uh, and just predominantly it's in B2B models. Uh, but again, it's uh, not necessarily setting stuff. All right. And what potential do you see within the Western Balkans region? Um, okay. Uh, I believe the Southeastern Europe region is already at escape velocity and there is going to be exponential growth over the next decades, regardless of the difficult economic environment at the moment. Um, why we are optimistic for the future of this particular region. Uh, one thing is that uh, uh, like this particular land of like piece of land <laughs> Is, uh, is actually quite fragmented in terms of markets. And this stimulates founders to think uh, beyond the home market and aim globally from the onset. Um, another thing is that the VC investment per capita in the region is more than 20 times lower than the EU average. So there's a lot of potential for catch up and it's, um, already starting to grow significantly. Uh, still an underserved and underfinanced uh, part of the world uh, that can take off spectacularly when success stories breed more success. 
um, as we're seeing, for example, with uh, what's happening in Croatia um, recently. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, the, the region has already been uh, growing uh, three times uh, what the rest of uh, Europe uh, has, like over the last five years, the, the value of uh, uh, startups uh, has grown more than three times as much as uh, what it has in the rest of Europe. So it's, uh, it's starting to show very promising potential. Uh, uh, and lastly, as the region is starting to breed champions, uh, this uh, fosters the future generation of founders. And also as profits from successful exits are reinvested into the ecosystem, uh, this kind of spins the flywheel uh, on its own right. Fantastic. As um, I, I assume that you have seen quite a lot of pitch decks throughout your life and uh, doing investing yourself as well, what would you say is the most common mistake that um, founders make when they, they are doing a pitch to you guys? Um, okay, one very big one for me is like a focus. Uh, trying to be everything for everybody. You just can't, uh, especially with the limited resources that you have at startup. Uh, another big one is uh, being too local. So not having a global mindset, uh, only looking at your own turf, so to speak. Um, that is also related somewhat to uh, something that VCs are typically afraid of <laughs> and that's founders looking to build the so-called lifestyle businesses. Mm -hmm. So those are nice and profitable companies, but with limited growth capacity. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with building this such type of company, uh, but this is not what VCs are looking for. So uh, kind of to sum it up, it's a uh, lack of ambition is something that uh, is, uh, puts us off, <laughs> uh, both in terms of market reach and also in terms of time to market, uh, how quickly you get out and attack the, the, the larger, the bigger markets. And just to add here, uh, Eastern European founders uh, tend to carry what I would call humility, uh, which is probably a heritage of older times. Um, but that said, the new generations are more and more open and headstrong. And uh, yeah, I'm optimistic about the, the regional ecosystem as more and more teams aim straight for the stars. Um. Do you see any sort of connection between your successful investments, like any specific founder trait or skill? Yes, I mean, there is no straight correlation, uh, but uh, as, uh, as we've learned uh, in our more than 10 years uh, of uh, like, building up some experience, uh, there are uh, a few things which are strong predispositions uh, for success. Uh, one that 
in just immediately springs to mind is the absolute commitment and dedication of the team, the founders. Uh, if they don't believe in what they're doing, uh, chances are it's not going to happen. Um, another important one, particularly in this region, uh, is uh, the ability of the founders to think outside of just the product mindset. So not only think about the product, but also about how you actually make this product a business, uh, how you build the sales machine, uh, and you have to be doing that purposefully and consistently. It's not just like, uh, you know, like once a year when you have a board meeting or something. <laughs> um, another important one is fast execution, not overthinking everything. This is a major uh, mistake and really differentiates uh, successful founders from not so successful or failing ones. Um, another uh, one which I, uh, which I think is important is uh, the founders having grander vision than just the current situation, the current market. Uh, um, and um, just the last one I will mention, uh, venture capital, uh, well, building a startup, particularly uh, venture-backed uh, companies, is a is a very great networking game. Uh, so the hustle of the uh, the founding team is uh, is an important uh, pre predisposing factor. Uh, and just wanted to mention here that we did a research among uh, southeastern Europe startups. And it transpired that most of the founders, when they're raising their first round, only speak to a very limited number of investors, mostly locally, locally based investors. Um, and uh, only when raising their next rounds, founders start to wise up and negotiate with greater number of investors, uh, going also into the wider region, but also beyond. Um, and uh, yeah, this. Uh, this hustle is important. Thank you so much. So, Irina, unfortunately, our time is running out of this. And I would like to ask you um, just one last question from our side. And this is, um, what is, if you, if you could give like one sentence of advice to founders, what would that piece of advice be? Um, consider a venture capital investor, uh, your very, very important partner. Uh, don't try to be, don't try to just sell, sell yourself to venture capital uh, investors. Try to think hard about the hard questions they're asking. They're trying, if you get them on board, they would be your partners for the long run. Uh, so consider building a, a proper a uh, trustful relationship with venture capital, uh, venture capital funds. Amazing. Thanks so much, Irina, for all the great advice you've given today and for taking the time to be here. It's been a very eye-opening and inspirational podcast with you. Thank you for having me. Thank you.